When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Spy Catcher. A series of true stories of the unceasing search for enemy spies in wartime. Based on the memoirs of Lieutenant Colonel Areste Pinto of the Allied Counterintelligence Service. This week's story is entitled The VIP. The part of Colonel Pinto is played by Bernard Archer. In wartime, the interests of counterintelligence are very wide. To spot the potential spy, which was the first stage in trapping him, one required a vast and up-to-the-minute background of information, information of German methods, personnel, purpose, and intention. In the spring of 1941, the Gestapo had been specially active against our escape routes. Many arrests had been made, and many resistance cells had been blown and I was anxious to have accurate information. It was arranged that a Dutch resistance leader, his code name was Paul Denet, should escape to Lisbon and be flown to England with the information. It took two months to bring him safely out, and in April I went to an RAF airfield in the south of England to meet him. Uh, station commander, please. Uh, oh, yes, sir. It's Wing Commander Blake, sir. This way, please. This is his office, sir. Good afternoon, Wing Commander. Uh, good afternoon. I'm Colonel Pinto. Oh, yes, Colonel. I do come in. How do you do? How do you do? I've come to meet a passenger from the Lisbon plane. Paul Dunay. Yes, Ken. Is the plane due in yet? Oh, I think so. We're never quite sure on that route. I'll check. Control time. Control? Station commander. The Lisbon plane? Uh-huh. Right, thank you. Yes, it's being routed in now. She's just above the clouds and on time. It's wonderful how they do it. Cross the Bay of Biscay, dodge the German patrols, and get here on the tick. <laughs> I want to have a few words with Denis before we drive to London. Can you spare me a room for a short time, a private one? Yes, certainly. And will you point him out to me when he arrives? Yes, Colonel, certainly. Now, if you wait in the reception hall, he'll come in there. Thank you. 
I waited in the reception hall until the passengers from Lisbon arrived. It was the usual mixture, refugees, army personnel, and a VIP. He was quite evidently an important person and was accompanied by an exceptionally pretty girl. Girl? Yes? The man at the end of the queue. That's Paul Dennett. Oh, thank you. Now, you can use that office next to mine. If you'll excuse me, I'd better get back to the office. I've got a spot of trouble to sort out. Certainly. Paul Dennett? Yes? Pinter. How are you, Colonel? I have a private room over here. We can have a talk before driving up to London. Right. Well, it's a bit better in here. Yeah. Make yourself comfortable. If there's anything urgent, I can put it over on the scrambler. We can have a smoke. Cigarette? Thank you. Did you have any trouble at Lisbon? No, no, none at all. Any trouble on the escape route? Well, an incident or two. New people, but that can soon be put right. And it took two months. Much too long. This is the new route? Yes. Any other problems? Uh, yes, we're short of money. Well, that can be put right in London. Uh, what about the resistance cell? There are one or two changes. Now, let me see. Um, let's start in the north. Groningen. We have four cells working there. They're working very well. You have their names. Yes. Friesland, we have five cells working in the province. You have their names. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drenthe, one of the cells was blown two months ago, and four of your airmen were caught. They were the members of the crew of a Wellington bomber shot down on April 16. Uh, here are their names. Oh, thank you. Uh, rebuilding the cell under a new leader. His name is Van Hemmel. He's a bookseller at O'Dorn, aged uh, about 50, middle height, Stooped, grey hair, short-sighted, very thick glasses. Mm. Oh, we could put a small printing plant in his bookshop if you could help us. How is your security? Very good in the circumstances. <laughs> but you can't last forever. Yeah. Discipline? Very good, too. They carry out orders, don't complain, don't ask too many questions. And do what's needed. But you see, more and more of your planes are being shot down over Holland, and what we need for this... Come in. Sir, the station commander would like to see you immediately, please, sir. All right. Excuse me. Uh, let me a minute. Of course. This way, sir. I tell you again, if you don't let me proceed this minute, you'll hear more of it. I, I'm terribly sorry about this, my dear. That's quite all right. Well, I'll do my best, your best. Ah, Colonel. You sent for me? Yes, Colonel. It's this lady here. His Grace is on my VIP list, but the lady isn't. I've no clearance for her. Put me through to the Air Ministry. I'll get a clearance. <laughs> I've no doubt you can, sir, but I have my orders. You'll have your orders, sir. This lady is a personal friend, a very old friend of my family, and I vouch for her. My car's waiting, and we're driving to London. I'm sorry, but you can't take her yet, Your Grace. How long will this take for? Perhaps an hour? No, nonsense. Get me through to the air ministry. I will, I'll see what I can do. Look, may I have a word with you, Colonel? Outside? Yes. Yeah. Excuse me a minute, Your Grace. 
Well, it's this girl, Colonel. She isn't on my list. I don't let her through without orders. The Duke is on the VIP list. He's a pretty important person. Look. Hmm. The Duke of... Hmm. So that's it. Look, would you have a word with her? Why me? Well, you are in security. You can clear her. Whenever I ask her anything, she answers in Dutch. In Dutch? Is she a Dutch national? Yes, yes. Her name's, uh... Dijkstra. Dijkstra. Uh, All right, I'll see her. Well, look, could you do it quickly or we'll be in real trouble? Mm, let's go back. Well, may we leave? No, Your Grace. I wish to have a talk with Miss Dijkstra alone. I've already explained that Miss Dijkstra is a friend of my family. I have vouched for her. Miss Dijkstra is a Dutch subject. As such, it's under my authority, not yours. If there's any vouching to be done, I'll do it. Now, if you'll kindly leave us together, I'll talk with her. Who is this man? He's an intelligence officer, Your Grace. Oh. Now, look, if you'll come over and accept our hospitality at the officer's mess, Your Grace, the bar is open. I'm sure this won't take long. Oh, all right. Well, I'll, uh, I'll see you in ten minutes, my dear. Very well. Ah, sorry to detain you, Miss Dijkstra, but I must ask you some questions. All right. You're Dutch? Yes. Where were you born? Dordrecht. When did you leave Dordrecht? Some years ago. I went to work in Amsterdam when I was 16. When did you leave Amsterdam? In April, three months ago. Why did you leave Holland? For the same reason that many people leave Holland. I worked with the resistance. I had to leave. What did you do in the resistance? I was a contact, a courier between two of ourselves. What happened that you had to leave? I don't know. Well, there must have been a reason. In the resistance, you do what you're told. I was told to leave. They sent me on the escape route to Spain. Yes, but if you were acting as a courier, you must have had some idea. Yes, I have some idea. I think one of ourselves was found by the Gestapo, and the other one was disbanded. I feel this because my two leaders came out with me to Spain. Who were they? Brinker and Van Galen. Hmm. Can you name anyone else in the Amsterdam resistance? No. I was allowed to know only the two leaders I took messages between. It would be dangerous to know more. Wouldn't they trust a courier to know more? They do not trust anyone too much. Too many resistance groups have been found by the Germans. I think that is why they took me with them, until they were safely in Spain. Uh, what was your route from Amsterdam, the escape route? To Brussels, and then to Paris, to Lyon, and then to the border. These were the stopping places? Yes. We hid for two days in Brussels... In Paris, six days... Oh, what happened in Paris? They said it was dangerous there. The Germans were watching all the time, particularly the railway station. We were hidden at a different place every night. One night in a church, one night in a warehouse, and the other nights at the homes of people in the resistance. Do you remember where these places were? In different places, different uh, suburbs. I don't know Paris, but uh, it wasn't in the center of Paris. How did you leave Paris? We went to a cafe near the Gare de Lyon. We met our guide who took us by train to Lyon. Who was your guide? He was called the Grocer. I don't know his real name. I think he was from Lyon. And that Lyon? We stayed two nights at the same house. It was the house of an old lady. I don't know her name. Then her son took us to the frontier in his lorry. Between the other stops, how did you travel? Sometimes by train, sometimes by car. From Paris to Lyon, it was by train, and then to the frontier in this lorry. Mm -hmm. uh, who was this old lady's son? 
Emile. I don't know any other name, just Emile. He was not very friendly, and that was not his own name. Did it seem to you to be a, well, a well-organized escape route? Yes, it was efficient. Not very friendly, but it worked, and we got out. Do you know the code name for this route? What you have to ask for? Is it all right to say the name here in England? <laughs> yes, it's quite safe. And we already know the names of the routes. It is called Cyclone. Yes. Now, between the stopping places on Cyclone, you would have guides, passeurs. Did you hear their names? Only code names, never their real names. We work that way in Holland, too. The code name? From Holland to Brussels, it was Jacques. From Brussels to Paris, it was the mule. But he was a very nice boy. Very young, very careful. Not at all like a mule. <laughs> a good code name. <laughs> From Paris to Lyon, it was the grocer, as I told you. Old man, very fat. I think he was a farmer from Lyon. And then Emile, the unfriendly one. And across the border into Spain? It was a Basque. He was a smuggler. I never knew his name. We never talked. Did this lorry take you right to the border? No. We had to walk. How far? About 20 miles. And when you got into Spain? There was no more danger, so they left me. They were important. I am not. Where did they go? I don't know. They went off one evening saying they were going to find a route for us. But they didn't come back. Hmm. Do you think they were caught? I don't know. They were clever. I think I would have heard if they were caught. They just didn't come back for me. What did you do? I waited all night for them. I had some money and some food. So I tried to get into Portugal and then to Lisbon. How much money had they left you? Not much. Enough to buy some food, that was all. And you reached Lisbon? Yes. And then I met my friend. The Duke? Yes. I told him what had happened to me since I last saw him before the war. And he said I should come to England and be with his family again. Did you have any trouble in Spain? Yes, come in. The station commander, sir, would you see him? Oh, right. Excuse me. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but he's in a tizzy again. He's been on the phone to the chief of air staff. Luckily, he's out at lunch. When he comes back, there's going to be a rocket. Can't you hurry it up? No. You'll have to, old man. Look, this is Big Briars. He knows everyone at the top. Uh, it's just my luck to get a duke. <laughs> well, I'll do my best. Try to keep him happy a bit longer. Uh, all right. Oh, sorry about that. Trouble? A little. Now, where were we? Oh, yes, your two uh, companions, Brinker and Van Gallen. I take it that you left Amsterdam in quite a hurry. Yes, there wasn't much time. Did you want to leave your home? No, but they said there would be danger for me if I stayed behind. And Amsterdam was not my home. I was only working there. So they offered to get you out of Holland? Yes, to England. But it's a very long story. I tell you it all. Where did you reach the Spanish frontier? At Saint-Jean, near Bayonne. And you walked this 20 miles to Saint-Jean? Yes. Were you carrying any baggage? No. Bags with extra clothing, food? We carried food in our pockets. We left Holland in a hurry, just as we were. This Basque took you across the mountains. Um, was it a difficult climb? Yes. How long did it take? We climbed only at night. It took 
for this. Mm, it's a hard time for a girl. Did the two lads help you? Well, there was no time to help anyone. I'm quite tough, you know. We each climbed on our own. Yes, that's usually the way. And when you reached Spain, they left you? No. No, they didn't leave me then. We went across Spain together. They took me almost to the Portuguese border, to Badajoz. Two miles from Badajoz. You see, we didn't go into towns. They thought you could make it into Portugal alone? I think so. Do you know if they were going somewhere else? I don't know. We stopped near Badajoz. They went off to ask directions. They just didn't come back. And what did you do? What else should I do? I went on by myself. What? Yes. I was used to it. It was dangerous to take lists. When did you reach Lisbon? Uh, last Wednesday, six days ago. Well, that was a long walk, Saint-Jean to Badajoz and then to Lisbon. How long did it take you? Three weeks. And that was mostly by night. Dressed like that? <laughs> well, of course not. I was a sight, you must know that. My coat was dirty and torn. I had to throw it away before I went into Lisbon. My dress wasn't so bad, but uh, it was a mess. My shoes were worn out. My friend bought me these. The Duke? Yes. Did you expect to meet him in Lisbon? Did you know where he lived? No. I was very lucky. Where did you meet him? At the Avige Hotel. How did you meet him? Quite unexpectedly. It's a very busy hotel. He was at the reception desk talking to the clerk. I thought I recognized him. And then he turned and saw me. Was he surprised? Delighted. He's so very kind. <laughs> like a fairy tale. <laughs> Is that all? Not quite, but uh, <clears throat> would you excuse me for a few moments? Uh, give me ten minutes. Of course. Ah, Colonel. Yes? He's on the phone to Whitehall now. Yes. He knows everyone. Well, we won't be long. I just want to have a word with dinner. Denae, I have a spot of trouble on my hands. I think you can help. That girl who came on the plane with you from Lisbon. Hmm. The one with the Englishman, is Grace. Yes. Do you know her? Um, no, but I'd like to. <laughs> well, she says she was in the resistance in Amsterdam, a courier. Would you know her? No, no, not if she was a courier. Well, her story seems to check all right. She says she was a courier between Brinker and Van Galen. She says that in April, she thinks one of the cells was blown, and the other was disbanded. That's quite correct. Brinker's cell was blown. He was very lucky to get away. Van Gallen went with him. She says they took her along. Did they? I heard they went alone. On cyclone? That's right, in April. Well, she seems to have traveled the route with them. She knows the stops. She knows the passeur. Jacques, the mule, the grocer, and Emile. Emile? I don't know him. But then, at that end, they're always changing. Did you come out by this route? No, no. I heard that Brinker and Van Galen came out by it in April, but there was some sort of trouble in May. There's always trouble when the evenings get lighter. Oh, what happened? Well, Jacques and the mule were taken. The grocer closed shop. This Emile I don't know about. Brinker and Van Galen, did they get through to Spain? I heard they crossed the mountains. Well, is it possible that they were caught? Do you know where they are? No. And if they were caught in Spain, all this could be known to both sides. You mean that little... No, 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 I don't mean that. <laughs> I don't think it's quite so easy. 
Now, at the moment, her story stands up. It might even be true. She says they left her to go into Badajoz to get directions. Oh, that was damned silly. All those frontier towns are thick with militia. Well, can we trace them? No, no, but listen. If they were taken, how did she get to Lisbon? She says she walked. She walked? Hmm. If you'll excuse me a moment, I'll see her again. Sorry for the delay. I'm not in a hurry. Ah, His Grace is being very impatient. <laughs> but we won't be long now. Now, just one or two points to clear up. Your story is that you left Amsterdam in a hurry, protected by your friends Brinker and Van Gaal. Yes. You had to leave quickly. You took only what clothes you were wearing. You went by the cyclone route, you say, not a very friendly route, to Saint-Jean. Yes. You crossed the Pyrenees. You walked across Spain. Somewhere near the town of Badajoz, you lost Brinker and Tangallan, and you continued on to Lisbon by yourself. That is right. When you reached Lisbon, you were, as you agree, in quite a state. You had to throw your coat away, your dress was dirty, your shoes were worn out, and you went to the Abige Hotel. Now, the two smart hotels in that very fashionable city, the Abige Hotel is perhaps the smarter. Do you agree? Yes. You met his grace in the hotel, at the reception desk. You didn't know his grace would be there. So, tell me, how in this sorry state you got past the doorkeeper? And if you didn't know his grace would be there, why did you go to this hotel at all? You didn't have any money, and it's a very expensive hotel. If you must know the whole story, will you promise not to tell his grace? He would be very upset. Go on. Must you know all this? Yes. I told you that I arrived in Lisbon six days ago. I was in a mess. Well, you do believe that. I met a friend. Another man? Yes. He looked after me. I hadn't anyone to help me. He bought me clothes. Go on. It was when we went to the Arvige Hotel on Saturday evening to dance that I saw His Grace at the reception desk, as I told you. I told him that I had just arrived. And he bought you another set of clothes? You don't think I like telling you this. But it's not a good enough story, is it? It's true. It's beginning to fall apart. Let's talk about this long walk across Spain. Three weeks, wasn't it? Yes. Across the Pyrenees into Spain. I've just been talking to a resistance man in the other room who's just made that same climb. Then you went across Spain to Portugal and from there to Lisbon. Yes. Walking. Yes. Three weeks, 600 miles. Will you take off your shoe, please? Why? Take off your shoe. Very well. Thank you. Now, admit it. This is not the foot of a young woman who has just walked 600 miles. We find with our young soldiers, our new recruits, that after the first two weeks of route marching, and that's not 600 miles or mountain climbing, 
that they've developed ridges of hard skin around here, across here, and along here. And that's to say nothing of the blisters. Would you care to take off your stocking? Take off your stocking. No. No scars to show? No blisters? You don't get blisters in a hotel elevator, do you? I don't know how you knew the story of Brinker and Van Gallen, except that they must have been caught and the story was passed on to you by the Germans. It isn't true. Isn't it? You know what I think? I think you were staying at the Avige Hotel when His Grace arrived. You caught his eye. He's something of a gallant, so it wasn't difficult. And if you were staying at the Avige, it's a very expensive hotel, someone was paying your bill. The Germans? They're always looking for ways of getting their friends into England. And His Grace is very influential. I don't know what you mean. I mean you were planted on him, weren't you? Well, our own agents in Lisbon can soon find that out. You never knew Brinker or Van Gallen, but you know their story. You'll have to explain that. And as for saying that you're a close family friend of the Duke... I am a close family friend. Well, that one's very easily tested. I'll take you up to London now and present you to his wife, the Duchess. Well? What will happen to me? You came here to spy. I... I didn't want to... Ah, well, it, it's all settled now, my dear. You can come with me to London. Miss Dykstra will be going to London later with me. It's all right, Colonel. His grace has done Yes, yes, I've just had a telephone call. She'll be held here until she's made a statement and she'll be taken to London in custody as a spy. Good, good heavens. And your grace may be charged as an accessory. I don't propose to hold you in close arrest. Go to your home in London and consider yourself under open arrest until this case is determined. You may have to surrender your passport. So I warn you not to leave London without permission. My, my apologies. V.I.P. <laughs> yes, very imprudent. And now, Miss Dykstra, I would advise you to make a complete statement. Miss Dykstra was a friend of the Germans planted on an unsuspecting English nobleman. She never came up for formal trial in Britain, but she was interned for the duration of the war and later stood trial in her native Holland. You've been listening to Spycatcher, with Bernard Archard as Colonel Areste Pinto. The script was written by Robert Barr, and the program produced for the BBC by Charles Maxwell. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.